Hello, everyone, everywhere, and welcome back to another fantabulous episode of your favorite podcast on the internet, One Hour, One Offs. You today are joined by me, usually the DM, now DM and player. Um, we had a few scheduling conflicts to get an episode recorded. Um, it was originally going to be a Christmas episode, um... Obviously, that didn't happen, and uh, I found this super cute solo RPG at my local game store. Always remember to check your local game store before you buy stuff online. Um, and uh, it's called Evergreen Wilds National Park Guide. And what we're going to do is I'm going to uh, take on the personality of uh, Sam Kriegsman. A uh, park ranger who lives a who has an eight-week uh, job stationed out in the woods. He's gonna deal with D two plus one radio calls per week. Roll a D twenty to determine the location, and then roll two D six like a D percentile. First D six is the tens place. Second D six is the ones place to determine which of uh, fifty five different events is uh, happening so if i were to just pick a random series of them perhaps at yellowtail grove a uh, bear box is broken and uh, the weather is hot and humid oh yeah i uh, i'm also going to be drawing a card the suit will determine the weather the uh the number will determine what is wrong uh, so we're going to do that for eight weeks. I'm going to, uh, the episode's going to be like, a, I'll be voicing a like audio log that the ranger is recording at the end of each day uh, where uh, an incident happens. I'm just going to kind of work through it. Uh, if I might finish early, I might not finish. That's the format. Um, <laughs> thank you all for tuning in to this one. I hope you all enjoy. And without further ado, we enter Evergreen Wilds. Uh, Ranger, uh, Ranger Sam Kriegman, checking in. This is my, this is my first uh, audio log after my first day. On the job, I'm, I'm not really sure who's uh, gonna be listening to these. Why well, I gotta do them, but I guess uh, guess you're gonna be my my pal for the next uh, next eight weeks here, old uh, old Tapey. Gotta come up with a better name than Tapey. Anyway, uh, it's a rainy day, heavy rain. We had a, a damaged a got a, a bushfire damaging uh damaging some some fences and camp areas down in uh oh god what was it called. It was, oh shit, it damaged the, uh, 
the Ranger Tower, uh, East Ranger Tower, uh, um, not the one I, I stay at, fortunately, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I think, uh, I think some dumb kids or something must have been smoking under the tower, uh, drop some lit cigarettes into the, uh, into the dry grass underneath, uh, into the dry grass underneath the tower, it was shelling there from the ring, and a little, uh, little fire started up, uh, they must have ran away, some shit, uh, maybe they're the ones that called it in for all I know, but they sure as hell didn't put it out, uh, we, uh, I headed down there, took a quick drive down, lovely way to spend my New Year's Eve, uh, Happy New Year's, everybody, I guess by the time whoever's listened to this won't be New Year's anymore, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, um, Anyway, I uh, there was a there's a fire smoldering down there. One of the uh, one of the legs of the tower got messed up pretty bad, so that's gonna have to get replaced. I'm I'm no engineer. I don't know if I don't know if you just kind of cut the. Anyway, the 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 damn thing's damaged. I'll I'll mark that on the on the appropriate paperwork as well. Uh, Sam, Sam out. Okay, I got 20, which is Lake Evergreen, and a 42 for the second one. Building repair, Lake Evergreen, five of spades. Uh, Ranger Sam checking in again. Uh, date is January third, twenty twenty three. This is my uh, second outing of Evergreen Wilds. There is uh, there was uh, some uh, some missing equipment. Were required for a building repair down at Lake Evergreen. We had a had a tree come over a couple weeks back, knock a knock a big hole right in one of the roofs of them buildings, and uh, I guess there were uh, some hammers or drills or something that went missing. I, I'll be honest, I didn't get great sleep last night, and uh, I was kind of drifting in and out while the foreman was telling me what was wrong, but. Uh, I told him I, I'd uh, bring it up with management, which is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of people that I directly reach on the day-to-day, that's uh, me. So I'll, uh, I guess I'll keep an eye out for a bear with a power tool. Call him, call him Drilly the Bear. Uh, that, was, that was no good. All right, Sam out. Okay, got a 12. Have the four of diamonds. New weather for the first time. And 41. Um, I got some, uh... Oh, uh, Ranger Sam checking in. It is, uh... It is January 9th. Uh, I just got some concerning radio traffic over in, uh... 
uh, seem to be coming from uh, Pisky Mountain. I've gone ahead and already uh, wired it or radioed on over to the uh, to the uh, the rescue uh, rangers, the the uh, wilderness MTs. Uh, but uh, I got some radio traffic that was just uh, heavy breathing and a little bit of a uh, like pained grunts. Sounds like someone might have fallen, injured themselves. Um, from from my best guess, someone was barely conscious and was had uh, managed to get their radio on, but weren't forming no words or anything. Uh, haven't heard back from Wilderness MTs, but hope everybody's all right out there. Uh, Sam out. Got a one for location. You know, I'm, I'm going to stop telling you guys what I get in between them. Just let this be a nice little ASMR thing. We got some, uh, oh, Ranger Sam checking in. Uh, heard back from Wilderness MTs. Turns out a hiker was being dumb on one of the gorges out there, slip right in, trying to haul his pack across on some sort of wire setup. Um, we have a, a suspicious sighting, quote-unquote, reported uh, over by um, Widow's Walk. One group of hikers said that while they was uh, walking down through that area, uh, all of a sudden the weather turned hot and humid. And uh, may I remind whoever may be listening to this recording, it is uh, mid-January. So, I don't know if that was a case of heat stroke. Maybe they were overheating in their gear or something. I went down to check everything out. And by the time I got down there, everybody seemed okay. A little embarrassed, so... Uh, maybe they'd realize they'd made some sort of bad call. I had a nice talk with the family. You know, just a, just a, two folks, couple kids, that sort of thing. But uh, they swore up and down that when they walked through that, uh, when they walked that trail, especially right off the the peak there, right around Widow's Walk or Widower's Walk, they were uh, catching some steamy weather. Still not really sure how to place that, but. It is what it is. That's what happened today. And uh, Ranger Sam out. Right at the beginning of my third week. Out on uh, out on this uh, thrilling post I got myself up here. We have uh, had an incident down by... Oh, it was... It was... Ackland Glen. And down there we had... Uh, a noise complaint. Um, now I'm still uh, still a little unsure what was. Uh, what, I think there might be something strange going on in the woods here because when I headed down there, I was catching some uh, some steamy weather. It was hot. It was. Uh, I mean, I, I found myself sweating a little bit despite it being uh, right around the fifteenth of January and. Well, I mean, it, it is the 15th of January. It's also right around the 15th of January. You know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Uh, we had a noise complaint from uh, 
I guess some folks that have a cabin up in that area. Um, they said they were hearing some uh, some partying happening, but uh, I went and checked the area out, and I didn't find hide nor hair of any teenagers, adults, or you know, misbegottens of any sort doing any sort of partying. Um, just that strange warm weather I was uh, heard from. Uh, you know, yeah, it was that same thing I heard down from the folks over by Widow's Walk. So, uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Ranger Sam, it is the 18th of January. We have a, uh, a call back to Outlands Glen again. A, uh, a mountain bike was, uh, was broken. Um, perfectly, uh, perfectly normal weather for the, the season this time. No concern in hot spots to speak of, but, uh, there was sure, uh, uh a mountain bike completely wrapped around, uh, uh, Evergreen down there. I think it was a Fraser fur make a good Christmas tree if it were the right season. Um, but I've never, I'll be honest, I've never seen anything like it. It looked like a grizzly bear took the thing in both paws and bent the thing into a pretzel around the tree. I didn't find any blood or body. I don't know how a human being could have survived some sort of crash like that. I'll be quite honest, but just a, just a mangled bike. Yeah, Ranger Sam out. Alright, Ranger Sam, checking in. It is the 20th of January. I got called down to, uh, got called down to, what the hell can I never remember the names of these places? I got called down to Eagle's Peak, right by Al Alkin Glen. Uh, this time a, uh, uh, pretty normal call out. Emergency call box was, uh, <clears throat> having some quote-unquote suspicious activity. Um, they were getting uh, intermittent uh, uh, calls from the box. Uh, people were, were worried it might be some sort of, sort of Morse code or, or something like that, you know, dot dash, dot dash, with picking up and putting down the call box on the emergency phone. I went and checked it out, and uh, what'd you know, but a family of squirrels were... Nesting in the little call box for winter must have been warmer in there because of the electronics or something. Um, it was a cool, windy day. Can't blame them for trying to find somewhere warm to snuggle up. And boy, were the little squirrel pups cute. No, uh, no harm they'd done to the box. So I just told, uh, just uh, radioed the the call station back at base camp and told them to, uh, told them to ignore any you know, random flickering like that. Or I guess if it happens again, I can always head out and take a look at them squirrels. Sam out. Sam checking in, got my fourth week on the uh, trail here, called back out to Pisky Mountain, found this 
starting to sound more like piss me off mountain if you ask me we had a damn boulder trapping a trapping a hiker I, I'll be honest I never heard no uh, uh, fallen rocks warning when I signed up for this job they gave me all sorts of lowdowns on safety you know splinters bigger than three inches and you know hummingbirds going for your eyes mountain lions going for your throat all that sort of thing I didn't hear hide nor hair of no rock slides they told me that mountain's you know old and dead it's a it's more of a hill than anything but lo and behold I find this uh this hiker you know 28 days style I had both arms and both feet both hands whatever all 10 fingers but this uh this big boulder smoother than anything I've ever seen you know come naturally off a mountain had uh fallen and wedged uh wedged herself right in the mouth of a cave he'd uh he'd uh, been exploring and you know thankfully i knew my way around that cave system fairly well i was able to in- instruct him on how to find his way to another exit but i'll be damned if i know how that uh that boulder got there if anybody's listening to this got any ideas uh feel free to Feel free to, uh, I guess, send me an send me an email. I probably I, I probably get emails out here. Uh, whatever, Sam. Out. Headed down to a uh, Yellowtail Grove today. Had myself a a, a a little disturbance to look over. It was uh, raining again. I guess as is to be expected. Although I wouldn't mind a little bit of bit of snow. Um. But uh, several of the several of the trees down in the grove, Yellowtail, you know, grove, bunch of bunch of nice trees. People got there for the trees. A bunch of the trees had been knocked over, like they'd been leveled by some sort of construction equipment. I know it looked like a. I didn't see any like, you know, track treads. Or just some some abnormally large bear-looking tracks. But I don't know. I I didn't know. I've never heard of no bear that could level a, a couple decade old tree with a swipe of its paw and these things look like they've been snapped off like toothpicks and a you know I mean like toothpicks um I'm beginning to think that not everything that I was taught is exactly the way that things are I don't know maybe I'm talking crazy it's a it's a late night maybe I should just be be getting off to bed. I haven't been saying the dates on these things either. I'm realizing it's a uh, it's January 25th. Damn, been nearly a month. End of my near the end of my fourth week here. We're just about halfway through. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to Sam's salad bar. That ain't right. Whatever. Sam out. Hey there, Sam checking in again. 
Sorry, catching a little bit of cold. Um, we had a bit of a strange, bit of a strange incident today. Um, I must say, we had um. I mean, I don't quite know what else to call them other than scavengers down at Lonely Canyon. I got a call from a hiker saying that um, that he'd been <laughs> he'd been robbed, and I was thinking to myself, did a bear take this man's food? I don't know what's going on, but no, I, I went down there. Air was uh, kind of hot and humid again, like I found at Widow's Walk in Alton Glen that one time, you know, hotter than it should be for... January 30th, and, uh, I found his, uh, I found his, well, it turns out, it turns out he hadn't been robbed of food or nothing like that, he'd, he'd had his whole ATV stolen, man, had been, uh, had been, uh, off-roading through the canyon, I, I wrote him up a ticket for that, obviously, um, can't be, can't be driving no, no vehicle through our reserve here, unless they're on the strictly designated I mean, whoever's listening to this knows the rules of the, i assume you're a replacement ranger I, I don't know who i'm talking to or why i'm talking anyway any anyway keep it together sam uh we got a i found his atv the thing had been dismantled and not like smashed he didn't wrap it around a tree or anything no it had the you know all four wheels off and placed to the side in a pile and nuts and bolts and that was also the area that i was finding that like those hot spots are are there a uh, I don't know, I, I gotta find out if there's, like, some hot springs in this park that nobody knows about. Maybe maybe thermal vents that are heating up some areas, causing this heat and humidity. I don't know what it is, but it's serious strange. And like I said, this, something had, like, taken a wrench to this man's ATV. He said that he, uh, he, uh, he hit a rock, you know, flew off at a, a fair few feet and went unconscious. I checked him out. He had a mild concussion, but nothing serious. Um, and when he woke up, the ATV was gone. I assumed he'd, I assumed someone had driven it off. I found it, uh, you know, not 300 feet away from him, behind a, you know, over a gully in a bit of a ditch. Uh, not looking like it had, you know, been crashed there or driven there. Like I said, it looks like someone scalped it for parts, and, well, I don't know, I guess your guess is as good as mine. I guess we got scrap scavengers in the national parks now. What's next? Uh, you know, meth heads in the... Methods in the 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 Mananga uh, methods in the Monongahela. I don't know. That that was better than some of them. Sam checking in. So good old uh, good old February second. One of my favorite days of the year, if I do say so myself. Just got a nice ring to it. February 2nd. February the 2nd, if you please. Um, but I think February 2nd and I are on good enough terms that I don't have to add the the in there. Um, but anyway, I headed down to Kelly Point Outlook today. Had a bit of an incident where uh, there was a, a, some just excited radio chatter. Uh, just someone just kind of babbling gibberish it was a classic a heavy rain that we normally get around this time of year and uh i was a little worried that someone was starting to get cold and starting to lose a little bit of like vocal coordination so i, I hoofed it out there pretty quick and what, <laughs> what i found was 
honestly warm my heart a little bit, but there was a a big old buff man looking like a biker, looking like he could, you know, honestly looking like me a little bit before I started uh, cleaning up my act a little bit. Uh, this big buff biker looking man, tattoos ripped, biceps, looking like he was ready to to fight somebody or, you know, maybe he was going to kill a bear with his bare hand sort of thing. And he was just fawning, just absolutely giddy with glee over a little family of salamanders. Now, I, I don't know what they were doing out and about this time of year. Um, I hope they're still all right, but he had seen this little you know, packet, this little pack group of, uh, of baby salamanders climbing over some of the rocks there, just weaving and winding their way out of a little, uh, out of a little river that was going there. Maybe, maybe the river was warmed by some of them hot springs I've been, I've been finding myself walking by, but this man was just beside himself. He was giggling, he was laughing, he was calling all sorts of stuff. I asked him what was so special about, I mean, obviously I'm a lover of nature myself and I thought them lizards were quite cute, but I asked him what was so special and he was saying that that species of salamander, I don't quite remember his name, has not been seen in this park for almost 400 years. Uh, you know, last time somebody was spying salamanders here uh, was before uh, before the union was formed, so... That's pretty neat, if I do say so myself. Anyway, I thought, I, thought I'd share that cute little story and uh, say I'm out. Hey there, uh, Sam checking in. Start of my start of my damn, it's my it's my sixth week out here. Honestly, I, I was I was expecting this to be a bit of a slog, but time's just flying by. I'm kinda missing the days where you know, I gotta kinda I'm starting to wait for the days where I, I go exploring now rather than the ones where I just sit around and have a nice cup of tea. Those are nice too of anyway. I had a had a bear today. Good old classic bear incident down at Ranger Station West. Um, well, I say I say classic. This was actually actually pretty bad. Uh, some of them teens were smoking under the Ranger Station again because it was raining. Um, and uh, uh, you know, big old bull grizzly started walking out of the woods right towards them, and they started shouting, thinking they could scare it off. But of course, uh, you know anybody. Anybody with uh, two cents worth of smarts in their skull would tell you that, you, you know, a grizzly ain't scared of nothing, hide nor hair, and uh, it just kept trucking right on towards them. I mean, they say it ran. I assume it was more of a, a leisurely plod. Otherwise, I think we might have some dead kids on our hands. We do not have some dead kids on our hands. I'd like to clarify that is not what I am here to report. Uh, no, they, uh, they all got scared stiff and went scrambling up the legs of the ranger station. Uh, ranger tower, and, um, well, they started getting cold, waiting for the grizzly to leave, and, uh, eventually one of them fell down, 
uh, well, I, you know, after the Grizzly got bored of, of shaking the tower up a little bit, one of them, uh, one of them tried to climb down. Hands slipped on the, on the wet wood and broke both legs pretty bad. Um, so the others, uh, the others managed to actually pretty, re pretty resourceful little buggers despite the apparent, uh, uh, apparent, you know, stupidity, for lack of better words, uh, involved in this whole scenario. Uh, broke into the ranger station, used the radio to line me directly, and I was able to get over there in just a couple hours. Uh, kid had some pretty nasty breaks, uh, splinted him up good, and called in the medevac, and, well, I didn't tell him to contact me, so I got, won't be any updates on that man there, but it is what it is. Hopefully they won't do it again. Had a had a interesting incident today. Today is uh, February 9th. We had a uh, an issue with the bathrooms over at um. God, the names of these places always get scrambled up in my brain, don't they? It wasn't Yellowtail. It wasn't Pikes Meadow. It wasn't Kelly Point. Where the hell was this? I was just there a couple hours ago. You ever ever had that happen to you where you walk into a... It was Ranger Tower East. How could I forget? It was Ranger Tower. I was going to say you ever walk into a place and then I was thinking about walking into the Ranger Tower and it struck me. Um, anyway, we had a... It was a, a cool breezy day. Nice break from the, the string of rain that we've been having, although we got more on the forecast. Um, we had a... a uh, mild issue with the bathrooms down there. Um, seems like a seems like some bears or something similar learned how to how to break into the restrooms and and were uh, using them. I mean, honestly, better than some humans do that I've seen. A wise uh, wise Yellowstone Ranger once told me that there's a significant overlap between the dumbest humans and the smartest bears, and I guess these are. These are some of those smart bears. Uh, but some uh, some poor lady went to use the porta potty down by Ranger Tower East, opened the damn thing up, and there was just a, a black bear squatting in front of her, using it away. I guess the thing wasn't wasn't well versed enough to slide the occupied sign over. Now she got uh, spooked pretty good, but I think she actually spooked the bear more because the damn thing ran out the back of the porta potty, ripped the whole backside off the frame just a couple wood panels of course nothing for a bear um and that sucker sprinted off into the woods uh, this uh lady was not too pleased with the situation and ordered that uh ordered uh yes uh that i um go chase the damn varmint down and kill it her words exactly and i told her that i uh i one do not take orders from uh, patrons of the great national park that we are in and two that with my current loadout of a small sidearm i would not be uh, hunting no bears even if i did have any interest not to mention that it seemed from the story that she was the one that invited invaded the bear's privacy rather than the other way around and she was not too pleased to me if i am fired over this incident please let this log be a legacy of my uh, authenticity 
Anyway, it's been a, it was a bit of a weird day, but a fun one. I'll, I'll be telling that story to my grandkids. You can bet your life on that. Sam out. Hello, log book. Tapey, you've been good to me. I'm going to spin you a, a sweet tale tonight of a mountain bike again. This time located down by Castle Station. Now, what do we got going down at Castle Station with this mountain bike? Noise. Now I know what you're saying. Sam, how's a mountain bike make noise? Them suckers are analog, I guess you'd call it. And I'll respond to you that I do not rightly know. What I do know is that I got a noise complaint about some uh, strange like voices and whispering, screams even, coming out of the woods down by... Oh, I just had the name. I just had the name. Down by Castle Ridge, was it? Castle something, that's for certain. Down by Castle Station. Station, station, station. Down by Castle Station. And I don't know if uh, some newfangled radio technology allowed for this, but when I headed over there myself, what I found was an ordinary, plain-looking, paint-having you know, brake polishing, gear oiling, mountain bike looking like it was in perfect condition. But from it was coming all of these strange sounds. And I have never seen such a thing in my life. I do not know if somehow the bike itself was picking up radio transmissions or something along those lines. Um, but the thing would just not shut up. It was groaning and moaning and letting out kind of strange calls and creaks and you know maybe it was some sort of prank by a senior ranger on the new guy or something like that but I'll be honest I've been staring at this tape and the bottle of whiskey for about the last hour and a half and been choosing the whiskey every time before I got up the courage to come report this shit here my greatest hope at this point in time is that I simply do not remember the strangeness in the morning and therefore uh, am not beholden to rationalize it because right now uh, Sam is stumped. Starting off my seventh week, the date is February the 13th. We had a incident down by, I gotta get better at remembering these names. I know how to get to each of these places, trust me. It's Alcon Glen. How could I forget Alcon Glen? That's a classic. That's a classic. We love Alcon Glen. Down at Alcon Glen, I mean, nothing... And honestly, the most heartbreaking to me out of any of these incidents that occurred was just there was a concerning amount of trash. And in the pouring rain, too. It looks like somebody had upended a whole, you know, recycling facility's worth of 
food ridden cans and you know plastic bottles and crap like that. It was clogging up the river. I was clogging up the whole damn glen, if I'm being honest. I saw I saw a squirrel that cut itself so bad on one of them cans that I'm I don't think the poor sucker's gonna live. I spent all night uh, clearing that crap out of there, hiking it out bag by bag, and I'm gonna have to go back in tomorrow and do the same. Sam out. Another call from uh, Pisky Mountain today. We had a, a radio signal coming off the mountain reporting a, reporting a person missing. And now today was pretty overcast. I was worried about uh, about lightning storms up on the top of that mountain there. You know, uh, when you're when you're up on top of a mountain, ain't nothing taller than you, and lightning can strike out of nowhere. So uh, we mobilized pretty quick. I called up a called up mountain or uh, called up wilderness EMTs uh, right away. In fact, got some helicopters scouting over the area. Um. Turns out the poor girl, yeah, it was, it was a dad looking for his daughter. It turns out the poor girl had just gotten spooked by some of the uh, some of the reports about thunder and the like and had uh, slipped away from her dad pretty early in the hike and uh, just went back and sat in the car playing uh, playing on her switch. I found her pretty quick because uh, the EMTs went straight to the top of the mountain. I started from the base camp and so bumped into her just about immediately, asked her if her name was in fact Jolene Grifford, which it was, and, you know, she was a little embarrassed that all these people had been out searching for her. I told her I was just glad as hell that she was safe, and, uh, she told me a little bit about the, uh, Pokemon's games she was playing, uh, that Pokemon or Pokemon or something like that. It, there were weird creatures, and she talked about collecting them and categorizing them, and, and, you know, knowing all sorts of stuff about him. So uh, I gave her a little packet and told her that maybe she could be a, a ranger like me one day. Uh, she seemed to like that a fair bit. And hoping uh, hoping I see a Jolene Grifford on an application someday if I'm still working this job by then. Um, Dad came down. Uh, I gave him a pretty uh, pretty full earful for not noticing, or not noticing that the daughter had slipped away about five minutes into a two-hour hike until the very end of it, but... I guess, uh, I guess clearly it don't run in the family, because she seemed like a pretty bright girl, so I think she'll be alright. Sam, out. <sighs> Wrapping up my... Yeah, damn it, it is indeed the seventh week out here running these trails. I got a... Got a call about... Uh, I got... Oops, got a call about... Uh, some rock climbers down by uh, down by Red Tip Lookout. They were uh, playing some of their folk music and the like a little too loud for uh, some of the some of the cabin folks out there to be pleased about the goings ons and all that. Uh, and it was an overcast day; I probably shouldn't have been climbing anyway. So I, I just took a took a leisurely trip out of there, just enjoying the hike myself. I wasn't too concerned about the the situation when I got there, I politely asked all the the climbing folks if they could just turn down their their music a little bit. Uh, they obliged, turned everything down, went down to the cabin, made sure I couldn't hear nothing from uh from where everybody would be sleeping in a few hours, and had myself a leisurely hike out. I gotta say it's been a 
one of my favorite albums on the uh, on this trip so far. Second only to uh, Salamander Man. Beginning off the uh, eighth week with an interesting one. We got uh, down by Castle Station again. We had some... Uh, once again, I don't know what else to call them, but uh, scavengers. Castle Station had the door not knocked off its hinges, removed from its hinges. I just happened to be going on a hike myself when I noticed there was something off about the building. And, uh, strolled on down, tried to see what was up. Uh, it looked like the door was left ajar or something. I figured maybe some, uh, bear had broken in. Tried to get at the food supplies we leave in there. Um, but no, the hinges were gone. Like, they'd been removed by somebody with a, a drill or a, a screwdriver or something. And I went in, and all the radios were missing as well. I, I, I truly am at a loss for what might be happening in these here woods. <sighs> the bike was gone, thankfully. I don't, I don't want to say any more about that. Sam out. It's my, uh, it's my last day on the job here. It is January the 18th. Sam Kriegsman checking in for the uh, last time on this deployment, at least. We had a pretty interesting one. Down by... Uh, oh, it was... I, I just had... Down by... It wasn't Kelly Point. It wasn't Widow's Walk. Not Pike's Meadow. Where the hell? Eagle's Peak, of course. Down by Eagle's Peak, we had a wildcat. Let me paint you a picture, because it's going to be my, my last speech to you, Tapey. Never did come up with a better name for you. The air, cool, breezy. Me just sitting in my... Humble little abode, smoking a cigarette and, you know, reading my book, looking out over the beautiful majesty that is uh, Evergreen Wilds. When I get a call for help on my radio. Now, you know Sam by this point. I leaped into action hearing, you know, uh, help, help, is anybody listening over this radio? We, uh, we need assistance. And I dashed into action. I threw on my vest. Grabbed my gun just in case, you know, some of these critters can get a, you know, at the end of the day, you know, survival of the fittest. I don't, I don't like to pull a gun on no, no critter, but, uh, anyway, we were, uh, strapped my gun on like it was some sort of action movie. Hopped down, slept on my ATV, ripped it on over to Eagle Park, following all the trails and such, of course. And just listen, I, I, it's my responsibility to help, but it's also my responsibility to protect this wildlife. And I found the funniest sight that I have ever seen. You remember Biker Man? 
one that was uh, freaking out over some salamanders that he found a while back. Turns out he's been coming back to the uh, he's been coming back to the, the the park just about every day since then, looking for more evidence of the little suckers. And this man, this six four looking, bushy beard having, scary tattoo wearing, leather jacket looking biker motherfucker is 25 feet up a tree. He is knocking branches off the sucker so this cat, his wild cat, can't get up the tree at him. And it's just sitting there thinking to itself. Now, I know bikers don't live in trees. That sucker's gonna have to come down eventually. And he's looking down at it, going, I don't live in trees. I'm gonna have to come down eventually. And it's just prowling around, circle, 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 looking up at this motherfucker. Licking its lips, smelling the sweat, smelling the fear. Uh, it looked like something out of a Looney Tunes comic or something, if I'm being honest. And I, I felt a little bad, but I just had myself a big laugh. Just a big, big laugh when I saw that. I, I laughed long and I laughed hard. And After a little while, Biker Man started... He was annoyed at first, but he started joining in. He realized the humor of the situation. I uh, got my bear spray out in one hand, noisemaker in the other. Made a bunch of... Made enough noise to raise the nine hails and cat scurried on out of there. Helped, uh, helped Big Man down out of the tree and told him to be a little more careful next time. Yeah. He said, uh, he, he, he said something to make me laugh. He said, he said he was gonna put a little more respect on his house cat now, knowing, uh, knowing what kind of stock he evolved from. I thought that was, uh, thought that was funny, and I hope that cat got a nice can of tuna tonight. Feels, uh, feels kind of strange to be signing off the last eight weeks I've been patrolling these forests, walking these hills, you know, uh, Come to come to love the place a fair bit. Um, I'm sorry to see it go. For uh, for the last time on this recording, at least, Mr. Tapey. Sam out. All right, that was I really enjoyed that. That was I I was honestly having like a. I, hey, it's Alex now. I'm, I'm out of character. Um, I was having kind of an anxious day up until then. Um, I wasn't really sure if I was going to be, like, energetic or, like, amped enough to, to record an episode for y'all. But I ended up having a really good time. I feel really relaxed and just, like, enjoy. I just really enjoyed that. This was a very cute little, um, very meditative little system that I had a, had a lot of good fun with. Um... Please check out, what are they called? I will look up their Twitter. Disaster Tourism. Please look up a Disaster Tourism Games. They're on Twitter as well. I haven't checked out any of the other systems yet, but I'm sure they're also quite quality if this one is anything to go by. This system was written and designed by Kirby Franklin with art and layout by Kristen Denner and edited by Jarrett Crater. I am lucky enough to own a paper copy myself, which takes the form of a cute little, like, travel brochure with a map on it and all that. The rules kind of, like, printed in the in the spots that you'd expect, like, tourism-type text to be. Um, 
great little find at my, at my local game store. Pandemonium Games. If you're ever if you're ever in the Boston area, go check it out. Uh, go go patronize them. Uh, not as in like be condescending to them, but go uh, go be a patron of theirs. Um, this is also the first time we've ever I say we uh, I or anyone on this show has ever ended ahead of time. Um, Sam journaled out his eight weeks in a in a lickety split flash 45 minutes a little less i think and regardless i hope you guys enjoyed it was a cute cozy little episode uh links to the system and the makers will be in the description as always thank you for tuning in and see you next time